Welcome back to When the Right One Comes podcast with your host, Bishop Greg Davis. When the Right One Comes, helping you navigate through the dating and relationship space. We are thrilled that you join us and we hope that you download this episode so you can listen to it again and again. Let's tune into the conversation. Um, in teaching it, um, living living the dream living the dream this is part two if you didn't hear part one i don't want to spend a lot of time on reviewing i will review a little bit um but living the dream i I said the other day uh, a dream is not a myth it's not a wish it's not a bright idea it's not a whim Uh, it's not the product of a active imagination it's a strong Neither is it a strong desire, purpose, or goal. A dream is God's heart, his vision for you. A dream is God's heart, his vision for you. That's what a dream is. God's heart, his vision for you. His vision. His vision. Anything that has two visions, we call division. And sometimes we have division between us and God. Uh, every time you think about the dream, it stirs you up. A dream should stir you. And I said yesterday, uh, a dream, uh, until you get to your God-given dream, nothing else will make you happy. You will be in search. You will be looking for. If nothing else will will make you happy, you will you will start a job and quit because it will not fulfill you. Because your dream will fulfill you. Anything short of your dream is unfulfillment. You will be unfulfilled until you live in your dream. So I decreed and declared the other day that the next five months you will realize your dream. Good to see you, uh, Kwanisha Tori. You will live, you will close out the year, not aimlessly, but in your dream. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans that I have for you, said the Lord. I know the thoughts that I have for you, declares the Lord. There are many that are that are antsy right now. They're, they're unsettled because they're not living their dream. My reference scripture was uh, Joel 2.28, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Here we go, Shipman. Your old men shall dream dreams, Torian, but your young men shall see visions. One of the things, those of you that are believers, that the Holy Spirit, I need y'all to share the room. One of the things that the Holy Spirit will do, he will lead you and guide you into all truth, but he will also reveal his dream. If this scripture be true, 
the Holy Spirit reveals dreams and visions, dreams and visions, dreams and visions. I believe I have some serious people in the room today that want to fulfill your dream. I'm going to review the first eight things that I shared with you yesterday. We're dealing with Joseph, the 37th chapter. Now, Joseph had a dream. And when he was, when he told it to his brothers, they hated him even more. Number one, I said, you have to have a dream. You have to have a dream. Before you can live in the dream, you have to have a dream. Anything less than <laughs> living in your dream is living beneath your privilege. Again, you will not be fulfilled until you have to have a dream. Number two, I shared with you, you have to see the dream. He saw, he said he saw them bowing down to him, his brothers. He, he, he saw, I mean, I'm in verse six, Genesis 37. Number three, he spoke the dream. Speaking the dream is part of the process of living the dream, Torian. Dr. Delpha, good to see you. Number four, I shared, uh, Ms. Brown, you're welcome to come up. Disaster always follows the announcement of your dream. Disaster. You got to go back and listen to part one. Disaster. Disaster always follows the announcement of your dream, disaster. He, he, he had the dream, he saw the dream, he spoke the dream, but then his brothers that he told the dream to wanted to kill him. Friends would do you in, I told y'all family will take you out. Number five, you gotta prepare for dream stealers dream stealers they wanted to steal they took him they took his uh, coat of many colors off of him they they put him in the pit they left him for dead people will try to steal your dream number six watch out for pits watch out for pits they put him in the pit Unexpected sickness, pits. Unexpected financial challenges, pits. Children acting up, pits. Spouse acting up, pits. Enemy plays with you to think that you'll be single. I need y'all to share the room, please. That you're gonna be single the rest of your life. Mind manipulation with yourself. Nobody else has to manipulate your mind. Sometimes we manipulate ourselves. They're pits. Losing focus. Sometimes even people that you let in your life are pits. 
unexpected career challenges. All are pits. Joseph was thrown in the pit. Need y'all to share. Need y'all to share. Number seven, be open to God sending you in the opposite direction of where you think, I'm reviewing by the way, you should go. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. His plans are not our plans. Sometimes God sends you. Egypt was where Joseph was sent. That is a, you know, we, we, as, we as believers, all we want to do is stay in the church when it's about the kingdom. Bethel represents the church, but Bethlehem represents the house of bread. He will take you from Bethel to the house of bread, blessings. Whenever you see bread in the Bible, it speaks of blessings. His brother Judah stood up and said, let's not kill him. Let's send him off with these gypsies, the, the Ishmaelites. And they took him to Egypt. In the spiritual aspect, Ms. Brown, Egypt represents the world system. 99% of the time, your dream will not be fulfilled inside of a church, inside of a building. Because if, if your dream can be fulfilled in a building, in four walls, then the dream is not big enough. Y'all not saying nothing to me. Bishop, you sound like you're against church. I'm not against church. I'm against religiosity. The kingdom, can y'all hear me? Click your mic if you can hear me. All right, thank you. Number, number eight. You must go through the process. That's what some of you all are going through right now. You have to be processed. You're not just going to walk up into your dream. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall do You're not just going to walk up into your dream. You're going to have to be processed. While we're praying, Lord, get me out of this that I'm going through. That is not the prayer. The prayer, Lord, help me to survive this, because if I can survive this, then I'm ready for the dream. Process. You have to be processed. You have to be processed. You, God has to get out of you some things in order for you to walk in the dream. God has to get some people in place in order for you to walk in your dream. Somebody is holding your space right now. <laughs> Somebody is holding your space right now. So today I want to start off at number nine. And if you're taking notes, I need somebody to be the scribe and put, put the, the numbers. I'm at number nine now. We're starting fresh. Y'all ready? 
Your dream is not just a journey, but a discovery. You don't know all that you know about yourself. Life, Dr. Nick, Juanisha, Delpha, Ms. Brown, life is about discovery. When he leaves his brothers and, and his father, Joseph begins to discover who he is. Because it's not until you take a journey through life that you develop your true character. <laughs> your true essence of who you are. Twists and turns. Processing. Again, your dream is not a journey, but a discovery. Joseph is about to take a destiny journey. Somebody put that in the notes. A destiny. Y'all share this room, please. A destiny journey. That's what some of you all are on. A destiny journey. But he's about to make some discoveries of himself. That, that's why sometimes... Sometimes God has you in a holding pattern that you can't get in a relationship because you're making some discoveries about yourself. He, he's about to discover some gifts and talents that he doesn't even know he has. That's where a lot of you, a lot of us mess up. We want to just step into our dreams and we really haven't discovered who we are and what we have to offer. You you think you have everything to offer. But until you discover who you are, until you've been challenged, glory to God. Glory to God. Until you've been processed, some things cannot come out of you until you've had some scenarios, you've had some experience. We are, Dr. Nick, Nairobi, Jacqueline, Fridia, LaDonna, we are the sum total of our experiences. You, you don't, you, you're talking in theory or you're talking in hyperbole, you're talking in hypothetical until you've been through something. And it's all a destiny journey preparing for your dream place. You, 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 you think you can handle the dream, but some stuff has to be taken out of you. Some stuff, kenosis, a kenosis. It is the emptying out. And then you have to, some stuff for the dream has to be put in you, Kimberly. Good to see you. Some stuff has to be put in you. Because you don't have everything that you need for the dream. Just because you have a dream doesn't mean you are ready to live it. There are two words I want to deal with right quick. Somebody say gift. Gift. You have gifting. 
you have gifting. Glad to have all of you. And share the room, please. Gifting. I can't look at the comments today because I'm driving. A gift is special ability for doing something. Special ability for doing something. I have a special ability for being a television host. That's, that's a gift because there are people that come. Dr. Nick has that gift of radio and television. Quanisha has the gift of singing. Everybody can't sing. I can't sing. I just I just sing anyway. I just make I just make CDs because I I want to make CDs with old songs. But I really can't sing. That's not my gift. That's not my primary gift. The reason why I say television is a gift because some people come to the TV TV network to be on and they're sweating and their palms and everything. Cuz that's not their gift. Talents is the second word. A marked natural ability that needs to be developed. Your gift is already there, but your talent, oh my God, my God, my God, oh my God. Your talent, you have talent, but it needs to be developed. Gifts implies special favor by God. Not until Joseph takes his journey does he discover his gifts. Am I talking good? There are some things that God wants to bring out of you. He wants you to discover who you are and what you have to offer your generation. You couldn't have been born in no other generation. This is the generation that God wanted you in because if he didn't, then you wouldn't have been born here. You are also going to discover people for people that you don't know yet on the destiny journey don't let people the enemy will allow you to not want to be bothered with people because they've hurt you and you want to go within and you you don't want to be bothered but the spirit of god told me to tell you be ready for new people because they are part of your destiny journey they are part of getting you to your dream Everybody, nobody, nobody, everybody, everybody you've met, and nobody is by chance. Everybody you've met has been destined. Even, yes, the people that didn't do you right, they pulled some stuff out of you. They taught you some things. Nobody, I don't know what y'all saying. I just really wish I knew what y'all were saying. Nobody is in your life by chance. Nobody has been in your life. Even the worst relationship you had was a part of your destiny journey, a part of getting to your dream. Somebody put in the comments, I haven't met everybody that I'm going to meet. I said, somebody put in the comments, I haven't met everybody that I'm going to meet. 
I said, somebody put in the comments, I haven't met everybody that I'm going to meet. Everybody is not in place yet to get me to my dream. Everybody is not in place. Joseph had to meet, be sold to Potiphar. Potiphar's wife had to try to try to pull up on him. He had to be sent to jail to meet the butler and the baker. People that he didn't even know, but they pulled out of him. He began to prophesy to the butler and the baker. He began to tell what he saw. They pulled out of him. Some of you right now, this message, some of y'all didn't even know a Greg Davis two years ago. But I'm here to pull out of you on your destiny. I'm a part of your destiny journey. This word is a part of your destiny journey. Those that you follow, these moderators that bless your life daily, they are a part of it. Shatabase. Y'all share the room. Put in there one more time in them comments. I have not met everybody that I'm going to meet. God is about to set me up with the right people. <coughs> Number nine again is your dream is not just a journey, but a discovery gifts and talents number 10 when you have a God-given dream you will have favor on your life I could stay right here and not go nowhere else I say when you have a God-given dream Dr. Nick Quanisha Delpha Miss Brown Kimberly when you have a God-given dream you will have favor on your life. 37 chapter verse 2 of the book of Genesis. Now Israel Barbet loved Joseph more than any others of his son because he was the son of his old age. He was favored. He gave him a robe of many colors. But favor also brings jealousy. Genesis 39 and 4. So Joseph found favor in the sight, in his sight, and attended him. And he made him overseer of his house and put him in charge. Favor. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfastness, steadfast love, and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. It don't make no difference whether you in the prison or in the palace. When favor is on you, people, you will always rise to the top like cream. <laughs> no matter how people try to stop you. When favor is on throughout the whole story of Joseph, whether he was in Potiphar's house, whether he was in jail, whether he was in Pharaoh's house, whether he was with his daddy. The word always came over his life that Joseph had favor. Shatamase. I said the word of the Lord came over his life no matter where he went. 
LaShonda, good to see you. He always had favor. That's why some people wonder, how in the world do you bounce back from what it is that you've been through? Child of God, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, it's because you got favor. <laughs> she make me sick. She always bouncing back. She make me sick. He make me sick. He always bouncing back because you got favor. When God is trying to get you to your dream. Hey, y'all, I got an announcement and I need y'all to prophesy this over your life. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Huh? You ready? One day of favor is better than a thousand days of labor. I said one day of favor is better than a thousand days of labor. When favor is on your life, one day Nairobi, Fridia, Dawn, Ashley, one day of favor can change your life. Joseph climbed the ladder of favor. Favor means you are God's favorite. Favor means that you are God's selected one. Try to put you in a tight space. You're always going to come out because favor is on your life. Did I tell y'all? One day of favor. One day of favor. Is better than 10,000 days, 1,000 days, 20,000 days. One day of favor, LaDonna Marie, can change your life. Somebody, 20 people, 20 people, put in the comments. 20 people, put in the comments. I'm favored. Somebody put in the comments, I'm favored. You may not like me, but I'm favored. You may try to plot against me, but I'm favored. I may not have as much money as you. That was my story, but I'm favored. I may not have as much stock. I may not have as much, but I'm favored. I may be from the ghetto, baby. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm in church right now. I would just say, oh, but I'm favored. I'm favored. I'm favored. I'm favored. You can't stop me when I'm favored. People will look at you and say, why are you getting that? Because I'm favored. I'm favored. God can do for you in one day, LaShonda, what it will take others a lifetime to accomplish when you're favored. Some, some people take a lifetime to get where some of you all are already. Stop complaining. I keep telling y'all, comparison is the enemy to success. God can do for you in one day what it will take others a lifetime to accomplish. Webster defines favor as friendly, kind regard, good will, approval, liking. Y'all ready for this? Unfair partiality. <laughs> Unfair partiality, Delpha. Favoritism. 
attractiveness. You'll be attracted to people and they don't even know why. I'm not talking about your looks. I'm talking about your aura. I'm talking about your smell because favor has a smell. The Bible says in the book of Exodus that God gave the children of Israel favor that the Egyptians can see. Hey, what's that I see? It's the favor of God. To be partial to. To prefer. To unfairly help and assist. To do kindness for. To endorse. Provided with advantages. I'd be shouting right now in the chat if I was y'all. Because there's five months. There's five months left. And one day, not, 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 not all five months, but one day can change your status. Joseph was favored in Potiphar's house. He put him in charge. In the jail, they put him in charge. In Egypt, they put him in charge. Provided with advantages, specially privileged. I'm talking about favor. God wants to give you special privileges. Put in the comments. Put in the comments, Jacqueline. Put in the comments. God wants to give me special privileges. God wants to give me special privileges. God wants to give you special privileges. God wants to get uh, 20 people put in there. God wants to give me special privilege. I'm privileged. You don't like me because I'm privileged. You don't like me because you don't understand how I made it here. Hey, Dr. Nick. The favor of God causes people to go out their way to bless you without knowing why. They don't even know why. There's something about you. There's something about you that I, I don't know why I'm going to do this. I don't know why I'm going to bless you. I don't know why I'm going to give it to you. I don't know why. I don't know why. There's something special of you, over you, and you sitting there smiling and say, yep, yep, I know why. Because I'm favored. Because <laughs> I'm favored. Bishop Jake's coined the phrase, favor ain't fair, but it sure is good, Lawanda. Welcome, Lawanda. The favor of God causes people to go out of their way to bless you without knowing why. Somebody is about to go, Stacy, out of their way for you. Somebody is about to go out of their way for you. I said somebody, when I repeat, y'all need to be grabbing these clips. I said somebody is about to go out of their way. Y'all put in the y'all put in the chat right now. Somebody is about to go out of their way for me, and they don't even know why they're going out of their way. They don't even know why they're going to bless me. They don't even know why they're going to give me the house. They don't even know why they're going to decide to send the money for the lawsuit in my favor. They don't even understand it. But favor! Genesis 12 and 2 talks to Abraham, and I will make of you a great nation, favor, and I will bless you, favor, with abundant increase and favors and make your name famous, distinguished, and you will be a blessing. 
dispensing good to others because favors on you. You know, you know, you know, you know, Cornisha, Pastor Antoine, good to see you, Prophet. Uh, uh, you know, I got, I start having a complex. Hear me? I start having a complex because I would say, and I guess people that thought it was arrogance, I, 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 I would say, I asked the Lord to do one thing for me. Y'all heard me say it before. And, and I think people thought I was being cocky, but I wasn't. But I, I, I realized that I was being biblical. I asked the Lord to make my name great. And throughout the Bible, it says, and God waxed. Wax coal, which means to make somebody great, to make their name great. Here in the text, it says, God told Abraham, and I will make you famous. Hey, y'all, stop letting people, stop letting people talk you down from making your name great and famous. You know what that really is, Dr. Nick Delphin? That's really influence. Kimberly, God wants to give you influence. Why in the world would you live and not want to influence people? The question is, what are you doing it for? That's really the question. And I will make your name great. Because favor is on you, Pastor Antoine. Number 11. Number 11. When you have a God-given dream, every step is ordered by the Lord. Your steps are ordered. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delight in his way. Though he fall, he shall not utterly cast be cast down. For the Lord upholded him in his right hand. I have been young, but now I'm old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Psalms 37 and 23 through 25. Joseph was falsely accused. Potiphar's wife accused him of trying to sleep with her when she was the one pursuing him. Joseph went to jail. Even in jail, his steps were ordered. Joseph was the promised, was promised by the butler and the baker to remember when they got out of jail. Yet, the Bible says, did not the chief butler remember Joseph? Your steps are ordered, y'all. Well, what about this? Your steps are ordered, y'all. Well, what about this, Bishop? Your steps are ordered, y'all. Well, what about that? That I went through. Your steps are ordered, y'all. Well, what about that over there, Bishop? Your steps are ordered. Well, what about what happened to me uh, in 19 and, and 99? Your steps were ordered. Well, Bishop, what, what about what happened to, to me uh, uh, 2003? Your steps are ordered. You can't just pick and choose what's ordered. Either you are or your steps are ordered or not. But you don't like everything that's ordered because you don't like the process. I'm going to be the first one, the committee to say, I'm going to be the chairman of the board of the committee to say that I don't like everything that's been ordered. Sometimes I wish, Delpha, Quanisha, I wish I could do like at a restaurant when I don't like food. I wish I could send some of the bad choices that I made. But even in that, God has a way of humbling us. Some of the choices that you made, some of the choices that we made, some of the choices I made, even the bad ones, 
if steps are ordered and he delights in them, I can't pick and choose. Can y'all hear me? I got a red bar. Click if you can hear me. All right, thank you. I don't want to miss nothing. This is too important. Even the chief butler not remembering him was a part of the order. Why was it? Because they had to wait until the until the chief butler's boss had a dream. And the chief butler had to remember Joseph. Sometimes people are not supposed to remember you right away. There has to be a need to arise that you can answer. Good God Almighty, I just want to take the car and go to 140 right now because that was good to me. If you are called to solve somebody's problem, then somebody got to have a problem to cause you to rise up and solve it. The butler couldn't have just walked out talking about, oh, I met a boy in jail who interpreted dreams. No, he had to wait until until the man had a dream. What we have to remember that just because we find ourselves in places that that don't look like our God-given dream, it doesn't mean our steps are not being ordered. I don't like it here. It don't mean your steps are not being ordered. Just because you don't like it, it don't mean that it's not a part of the destiny. Just because you don't like it, it don't mean that God don't have you there. If he knows the plan, you think Jesus enjoyed uh, being beat, put on the cross? You think he enjoyed the agony of the cross? What? You think he enjoyed the pain and the suffering that he went through? No! And that's where we quit. We lose heart, Miss Brown. And ultimately we quit. I don't like quitters. Quitters never win, winners never quit. Quitters never win, winners never quit. You can't just take, you just can't take what you want on the journey. The Bible says, uh, it was necessary that I was afflicted. Woo! Because I learned his statutes. I learned his ways. You're going to need to know his ways when you get to the dream. Lord have mercy. I'm not looking at the comments. I don't know if y'all enjoying this or not. I don't know if y'all enjoying this. I hate when I'm traveling. I know it seems like your steps are not ordered. But God is strategically ordering your steps. Nothing is happening by chance. God is in it. God is in it. God is in it. I'm taking a peek. I'm taking a peek. I'm going to be safe, Dr. Nick. I'm going to be safe because you prayed for me. So I'm going to be safe. I'm looking at the comments. I'm going to be safe, Dr. Nick. You prayed for yes. me. Yes. <laughs> Number 12. Number 12. Your dream will bring you pain, joy, and pain, sunshine, and rain. Your dream, is anybody, who putting the, I need a scribe to put it in, huh? Your, your, 
your dream will bring pain. We don't disagree. We don't agree with this one. I want no pain. No pain, no gain. That's a true song. Your dream will bring you pain. Ecclesiastes 5 and 3. For a dream comes with much busy business and painful effort. Hey, y'all, I'm getting ready to go. Because that, that scripture right there, it did it all for me. Did y'all hear me? Ecclesiastes. Somebody, somebody once got up and read Ecclesiastical 5 and 3. <laughs> Ecclesiastes 5 and 3. For a dream come with much business and painful effort. Did you get it? Did you get it, Sassy? Ecclesiastes 5 and 3. And a fool's voice with many words. That's the Amplified Bible. The Amplified Edition. Let me, I, you know, that was good to me, Sassy. I'm going to read it again. Uh, 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 for a dream come with much business. Business. I can stay right there, too. Uh, uh, a dream comes with much business. You want a dream, but you don't want to take care of business. The Bible says in, 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 oh God, in business be men. A dream comes with business and painful effort. Your effort sometimes, Miss Brown, can be painful. We want our dreams fulfilled, but we, we don't want to go through anything. Man, Joseph went through something in order for his dream to come to pass. People see you when the dream is manifested. Y'all know one thing I hate, Doctor Nick Quanisha. I, I had a, I had a, um, I had a, I was in a relationship with somebody. Somebody said, "While back, while back, while back." And you think that you could share stuff, your successes with somebody and all that, Barbette. Janae, good to see you. I love you. And every time I would share a success, she would say, must be nice. Must be nice. Like, what does that mean? No, you didn't see me when I had to struggle. Whatever car I'm driving now, you didn't see me sassy. You didn't see me when I had a, a 1971 LTD brown. And I had to glue down, I had to glue down the, the sun, the sunroof with boat glue. You didn't see me then. No. People, people, people say. People talk about you. The, and, and, and this generation wants to walk right into it. Don't want no process. I remember did a young preachers. You know, you see my glory, but you don't know the story. Nairobi, that's right. I remember I did a young preacher show. I don't know if I don't know if Dr. Nick, if that's the one you came to. I believe it was. Because it was the the women. I don't know. Yes, I was uh, that. Yeah, I, we got to talking about um, 
the next generation. And, you know, I believe in everybody has to go through a process. And somebody, I know who it was, but I'm not going to name him, um, said, no, we shouldn't have to go through. Because y'all went through it before us. I went through my process and what my generation had to deal with. But you're still going to have to go through your own process of your generation. Nobody, nobody just walks right into it. No, I paved the way. I paved the way for my children and everybody that's connected to me. Huh? But it doesn't mean. Huh? It doesn't mean that you won't go through a process. Everybody, if you understand the process, then you won't mind waiting. People see you when your dream is manifested, but they don't see the tears that you have to cry. I done cried some tears. Hey, y'all, I'm on my way now. I'm trying to get out a little bit, y'all, to Cincinnati for music festival. And as I begin to walk out the door, and I'm not saying this for anybody to feel bad for me. As I begin to walk out the door, Dr. Nick, I don't know if you've ever been here before, Quanisha, any of y'all on stage. Just for one minute, I felt the whole load of everything that I do as I was walking out the door. Has anybody been there before? Has anybody, has anybody been there? Click your mics if you've been there before. What, what, nothing really wrong. I felt, I felt a moment of being alone. Anybody been there before? Okay, y'all don't want to be transparent. That, that's okay. Sometimes I'm too transparent. And y'all know I don't do a lot of negative talk at all. But I shook it off. I shook it off. It, it was just a momentary thing. Because see, some people want the dream. But they don't want the work and the burden that come, comes with it. No, I don't pass to them more. But I preach more now online in this space than I preach when I pastored. I don't take y'all as little faces that's on Clubhouse. 800 and some thousand people, Angelica told me, has been through this club. 800 and it may be 900,000 now. Almost a million people have come through this When the Right One Comes club in a year and a half. I don't take that lightly. You all are people. I'm speaking into your life. I have the responsibility, although I'm fulfilling my dream by speaking to you. I don't take it lightly. There's a burden that comes with this. There's a responsibility. Y'all, 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 y'all ever felt like you had public victories, but private pain? Okay, I'm gonna leave y'all alone. Pastor Antoine, public 
victories, but private pain. Public victories, but private Nobody wants to be bothered with you. Pain. Nobody wants to be bothered with you until your dream manifests. Everybody comes. Everybody comes when the dream is manifested, but where are they when you're climbing? Where, where, where were they when Joseph was being falsely accused, Pastor Antoine? of sleeping with Potiphar's wife when she came at him. Where, where were they when he was in jail? Where, where were they when he was in the pit by, put in the pit by his own brothers? Where was it when, where were they, where was the people, where was the people at? When they put him in the pit and stripped him of his coat. Joseph was hated by his family because he had a dream. Put in the pit to die. Sold into slavery. Sent the opposite way of his dream. Falsely accused. Put in jail. Forgotten about. Isolated. Rejected and betrayed. If I had your hand, Bishop, I'd throw mine away. You don't want my hand. You don't want my hand. That means your mother was a prostitute and told you when you was eight years old, I tried to get rid of you and pull you out. She used a little more colorful words than this. I tried to pull you out with a clothes hanger. That's why when they was talking about abortion rights and now people are going to start using the clothes hanger, I knew what they were talking about. Can you, can you imagine being eight years old? And your mother telling you that she didn't want you, that she got rid of two other children, but you was too stubborn to come out. And now I realize that I wasn't stubborn at all. I had a dream. <laughs> you want my hand? You want to see your, your stepfather, very well-known R&B artist of the 60s and the early 70s, shoot up in the bathroom with his band, take cocaine, uh, heroin, and and put it in a spoon and use a, a uh, lighter to turn it into liquid and put it in a syringe and shoot it up, him and his band. That's what you want? You want to get shot when you're 19 years old? Standing up there showing your pictures? Your graduation pictures and a guy come down the street in Detroit and just go to shooting and if you'd have moved one step up, it went in your heart, it went in your hand, and the bullet is still there. When we come together in the fall, that's why I plan to do something in the fall. When we come together, you can look at my hand. Bullet is still there. You want my hand? You want to make a decision, a bad decision one night to go over the wrong person's house, and then you have to pay for it later? You want you want you want that? Public victories, but private shame, private pain. You want that's that's what hand you want? You want my hand? Boy, it looks good.
still here because it's a red bar you're breaking up a little am i back yeah, it sounds back. like you are yes god-given dreams are birthed through pain god-given dreams are birthed through pain i didn't say all that for you to feel sorry for me come back come back come back come back share the room y'all come back come back come back not as a bummer, not as a complaint, not nobody knows the trouble I see. No, not that. Only a testimony of God's goodness for this son of a prostitute. Ooh, Bishop, I didn't know all that about you. So many God-given dreams are never birthed because most can't take the pain that it takes the birth of out. I don't believe one woman in this room that has had a child will say that that beautiful child didn't come out without pain, Heidi. I don't believe one person in here, one woman that had a baby can say she had the baby without pain. There's an old song that says, he took and made something beautiful out of my life. Number 13. Number 13, I close. I got. I just got a few more and I'm done. I, I'm gonna go right through them, y'all. I didn't mean to get caught up, caught up, caught up. Yeah, caught up, caught up. Number 13, if you're going to walk in your God-given dream, you have to relinquish the dream. What? If you're going to walk in your God-given dream, you have to relinquish the dream. If you're going to walk in your God-given dream, you're going to have to get rid of the dream and take on God, God's dream for your life. You're going to have to get rid of your plans and take on God's plans. There's so many people who are trying to fulfill dreams that God never had planned for their life. A dream is not your plans, but God's plans for your life. If you've been trying to get your plans off the ground and it hasn't, it's been a while and there's no movement, maybe it's time to consult him. How do I relinquish my dream? I'm glad you asked, LaWanda. You got to die to self. Number one, you got to die to self. No more I, but the Christ that lives in me. You have to die to self. Letting go of your agenda. Your hidden agenda. Getting rid of past failures. Moving forward to what God has envisioned for your life. Seeing the vision through God's eyes. Self will is always our greatest enemy our desires our dreams our plans our selfish ambition number two you got to surrender you have to surrender to the will of god surrender implies there has been some kind of struggle before the decision was made to give over to the greater authority 
when you surrender, then God opens doors to the kingdom that you didn't even know you had access to. Glory to God. Number three, you have to yield, give over to the process, not fight the process. You can either moan and complain or yield to the process. There's an old, old song, old movie, old, I mean, old play, your arms are too short to box with God. When God allows a lapse in time, it's for a reason. If you keep fighting it, then it will take much longer. He's confining you in order to mature you. He's trying to refine you by, by confining you. You're in the process of becoming. Somebody say, I'm in the process of becoming. Put in the notes. I'm in the process of becoming. He's confining in order to mature you. Somebody say, I'm in the process of becoming. You have no idea what God has in store for your future. He's trying to build character. Build temperament. Build your personality. Make you nice. Take away nastiness. You ain't got the personality that it takes yet. Joseph didn't even know he was about to be the second in command to Pharaoh. So he had to go through the process. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Nor has it entered into the heart of man. The good things that God has. Number 14. Every choice you make is either to advance your dream or to set it back. Goodbye, y'all. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. 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 I got to go off in heaven. I said every choice you make is either to Advance your dream or set it back. Joseph in choice. Joseph in choice. He could have fought going to Egypt. He could have gave. He could have gave in to Potiphar's wife. The seduction and the seducing and the temptation. He could have complained about being in jail. Hey, hey, y'all, Pretia, we all got a choice. How you going to handle? How you going to handle your process? You going to complain about it, murmur, complain? Nobody knows the trouble I see. Yes, my Lord. Everyone has a choice. Esther had a choice. Am I not going to go in and see the king and let everybody perish? Ruth had a choice. Am I going to go to the field and meet a new man? Jesus had a choice. He didn't have to do it. Every choice you make is either an advance. Ask yourself before you make the next choice. Is this choice advancing my dream? Is this choice 
Is this choice advancing my dream or setting me back? It's dating you. <clears throat> setting me back on my dream or is it advancing me? Ask yourself the people that's around you. Number 15, two more and I'm done. When you make somebody else's dream come to pass, God makes your dream come to pass. When you make somebody else's dream come to pass, God makes your dream come to pass. I pray that everybody that comes in this room, this is my consistent prayer, that God make all your dreams come to pass the way you support me. Every moderator, every supporter. It wasn't until my dream died my dream had to die. My dream died in Bishop Paul Morton's dream. I'll say it to anybody that I believe that that man, Bishop Paul Sylvester Morton, God used him to let my dream, I put my dream on the back burner to bring his dream to pass. And when I did that, that's when my dream came to pass. Because Joseph was a servant. He served Potiphar. He served in jail. How do I make my dream come to pass? By pushing somebody else's dream. I ain't doing that damn man just like me. They tie their shoes just like mine. They go to the bathroom just like me. That's true. But are they anointed for your life? Y'all not saying nothing. But are they anointed for your life? Are they anointed to get you where you need to go? What you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. What you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. I'm closing. What you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. Push somebody else's dream. Push somebody else's dream. In Genesis 40 and 5, the butler and the baker have a dream, and Joseph was assigned to them, and he interpreted the dream. He made, he made their dream come to pass. Number 16, and I got one more, and I'm, I'm done. Learn how to wait for your dream. Learn how to wait on your dream. Learn how to wait for your dream. Two full years, the butler and the baker is out of jail. And then Pharaoh has a dream and the butler remembers, oh, there was a boy in jail. Can you wait for your dream? Can you be under the weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, to wait for your dream? Can you wait on your dream without complaint? Can you wait and not abort it and be premature labor on your dream? They that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew. 
Those of Edge and Terry, wait for it. Because it'll surely come. Two whole years. He's still in jail serving. I told y'all somebody got to get in place in order for your dream to be fulfilled. I told y'all that something has to happen. Glory to God. That you're needed to answer. To answer somebody's problem. That's what y'all dealing with right now. You are waiting for your time. You are waiting for your moment. I got one more. I, I want everybody today, if somebody put the given information, I want everybody to sow a $22 seed today. $22. I have not given up on this year. 2022. I have not given up on this year. The dream is going to happen this year. Thank you. Thank you. The dream is going to happen this year. I still got something in my dream. I got something that I want God to do. I told you I want a syndicated radio show. I still got something I want God to do. But I don't mind waiting. Somebody bring Gregory up. I don't mind waiting. Those are vision, Terry. Those are dream, Terry. Wait for it. Those are dream, Terry. Wait for it. Somebody say, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Learn how to wait for your dream. Learn how to wait. Hmm? Um, it was 1971. I was nine years old. My father showed up to 55th and 8th Avenue, Westerly apartment where we were living, said to my mother, "We, I need this boy to go to Detroit. Because if he stays here, he's going to die in the, in the streets of, the, of uh, New York. I grew up in New York until I was nine. New York. New York. I grew up in New York. My father showed up. I'd only seen him maybe one or two times. Twice maybe. From a bicycle one time. And he said to my mother, can he go to live with my parents? Oh, I cried and I cried and I cried. My mother said yes. My stepfather was going going downhill. We were being evicted. And my mother said yes. Went to Detroit. My grandparents. Reverend Ananias Davis and First Lady Davis. Number 17 is what I'm talking about now. Learn to receive the ushers of life. The ushers. What does an usher do? One who is employed to take people to their seats. Hey, y'all, I'm done. Goodbye. Huh? What does an usher do? One who is paid to take people 
to their seats. Ushers. God sends those people like my father at the right time. In case you thought I was lost, I'm not lost. To move you into purpose. To move you into destiny. Had I not got to my grandfather, you wouldn't even know me. I'd probably be dead. Nine years old, I moved to Detroit. Nine and a half years old, Dr. Nick, I got saved in the back of the Welcome Baptist Church. And the rest is history. 51 years I've been in church. That's right, Kimberly. Thank God for the ushers. Somebody somewhere is going to usher you. You're going to meet the right person. And maybe your husband and your wife, those of you that are single, is on the other side of the fulfillment of your dream. But you got to wait. Hey, y'all, I'm one of those ushers. I came to usher you. I came to push you into your dream. Huh? I'm the usher. I'm one of the ones that God is going to use to propel you into your destiny. Are y'all talking to me or not? Huh? I'm one of the people that God is going to use. Thank you, Janae. Uh, S-H-A-T-Y-A uh, Oh wow S-H-A-T-A-Y-Z-H-A Thank you Patricia Thank you Thank you You're sowing that seed of $22 into this year This year is not over Number 17 The last one God is going to use ushers God sends people in our lives to get us to our dream. I said, thank you, Shabbat, for that. Thank you for that kind word. I'm one of your ushers. I care enough about you to talk about your dream. I'm one of those ushers. I care enough about you to talk about your dream. And let us not. I have a word for the weary. I have a word for the weary, for those that have gotten tied in the weight. You know what the word for the weary is, Ms. Brown? And let us not, Gregory, good to see you, get weary in well-doing, in doing well. Juanisha, Kimberly, Antoine, and let us not, Jacqueline, Nairobi, Fridia, Dawn, Ashley, Latoya, Gina, Lafara, okay, I'm putting, my, I'm putting my eyes back on the road, Dr. Nick. Talita, Tiara, Callan, Lawanda, and let us not, Lacey, Brandy, Sassy, Heidi, Carolyn, Janae, Barbette, Sarah, Chrissy, and let us not, Dr. Michelle Roberts, let us not get weary in doing well. Don't get weary in the process of the dream. My father came over my mother's house. One day changed my life. One day changed my life. 
one day, one visit changed my life. One visit from my father got me to my grandfather. It could have been me outdoors. Huh? Or just another number without a track, with a tragic end. But you didn't let it be. Woo-hoo! Some of y'all got the same testimony. Huh? What is it? I'm still here, LaDonna. We can ready to go. I know you said, oh, Lord, Bishop Long, the day I left and came back. Thank all of you that, that sent me messages and say, Bishop, we enjoy you teaching. I'm going to keep doing it. I said the ushers of life. For some of you, Dr. Nick is your usher. She speaks to you when, whenever she speaks, she speaks to you. Quanisha, when she speaks, she speaks to you. Kimberly, Antoine, Ms. Brown, Gregory. Some of you have met people on this app and they speak to your now to push you to your future. Ushers of life. I met Bishop George Brooks. He was part of the Bishop's Council. He was on the board of TCT Network. He introduced me to the Lady Judy Church. I told him I wanted to be on TV. He introduced me. You know him. You know him, Dr. Nick. TCT. Dr. Nick was a regular on TCT. Yes. George Brooks was the usher to introduce me to Judy Church to get me a time on TCT to get me to the owner, Garth Coons, who gave me my own show on Thursday nights. Ushers. Ushers. I don't deal with none of them no more because every usher is not here to, t- to be in your life forever. Some ushers come in and run and get you where you need to go. And then they were watching me on Word Network and came and got me and ushered me to greater. No usher is greater than the other. Any usher can look at your ticket and say, you're supposed to be seated over here. No usher is greater than the other. It's about what time that God brings them in your life. Every usher is significant. Because you come in the auditorium, Pastor Antoine, and there's an usher at the door to take your ticket. There's an usher now to wind you down. Wind you down. Check your purse. Check your bag. There's another usher at the door. And they say if the place is big enough, you need to go down to that section and the next usher will help you to your seat. And then if you got real good seats, then you got another usher. Every usher gets you. Oh, my God. That was revelation. I promise you. This is not written nowhere. Every usher. There's a song on Bishop T.D. Jakes' album. It's an old one. Usher me when my heart is overwhelmed. Oh, usher me. There are people to come to usher you and get you encouraged. Ladies and gentlemen, I close.
time for you to live the dream. I pray that this message the last two times. If you didn't hit part one, you know you need you need to go to my podcast. It's on my podcast. Or it's right here on Clubhouse. Every time you get weary and you think the dream is not going to come to pass, listen to this message. I would that those of you that were blessed from the word, that you would sow into the word, that you would sow into what I'm doing, a seat of $22. A seat of $22. What does 22 represent, Bishop? Some of you can get 122. What does it represent, Bishop, this year? This year? Ms. Brown, thank you. Thank you, Siobhan. If I miss your name, it's because I'm not in a good area where it's... And if you gave another way, I don't have that phone. It then fell somewhere between seats, and I don't think y'all want me to look for the phone right now. <laughs> Trust me, you don't. So that seed of $22 today. Put it in the comments, Bishop. Just put 22. 22. I'm doing it. Thank you all for letting me be your usher. Thank you all for letting me be your usher. Thank you all for trusting me. Thank you all for allowing me to speak over you. Thank you for being consistent. But most of all, thank you for trusting me. I don't take lightly what you let me speak into your life. I don't take it lightly. I don't take your giving lightly. Because people don't give to what don't bless them. You less, you're no less value if you don't give. If you don't have it to give, but if you have it to give, dollar sign Greg Davis 10. PayPal, contact Greg Davis at gmail.com. Um, my website, if you're out of the country, Greg Davis Show at gmail.com. Zell, Greg Davis Show at gmail.com. This is the last part of this message. I pray it blessed you. I pray it found you where you are. Live your dream, y'all. Live your dream. Anybody want to have anything to say before we go? I open up the room, the stage. If you want to come up, Dr. Nick and them will. If you want, yeah, I, if you want to say something, any of the moderators, anybody in the room. Tell me how this blessed you and how it found you. Just raise your hand and Dr. Nick will bring you up. One of the moderators. Any of those on stage want to have something to say? Thank you for listening to the conversation on today on When the Right One Comes podcast with your host, Bishop Greg Davis. We hope this conversation added value to your life and that you were able to take notes that you can refer back to at a later date as you navigate through your dating and relationship spaces. As a valued listener of When the Right One Comes, we have three action steps that you can help us with as we continue to help you. Number one, 
download this episode. Yes, download this episode so that you can continue to listen to it over and over again. Number two, share this podcast with your friends and your family so they can have value added to their life as well. And number three, sow into the vision, sow into the mission here at When the Right One Comes by sending a cash out to dollar sign Greg Davis 10. That's dollar sign Greg Davis 10 with your monetary donation. This can help us to continue the great work that we're doing here at when the right one comes helping you all navigate through your dating and relationship spaces thank you so much for listening on today we hope you tune in on the next episode of when the right one comes with bishop greg davis